Well, the Flyers are in the next round of the playoffs, and that makes me a very sad boy. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we have a special guest for you. The young gun, Jamie Grum, will be joining us to talk all about the sports, sports, and more sports. Steven Strasburg is out for the year and Tiger Woods has to play golf like everybody else. What does that mean? No worries, friends. We're going to talk about it today on the show, so stick with us because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. And we have a specialty, deshalty doozy today because joining me on the program is the, the young gun, Jamie Grum. Now, you may remember Jamie's son uh, has been here in the past and, uh, well, he knows about sports things here and there. A little bit round and round around the corner. He's even wearing a sports-based hat. I, too, am wearing a hockey hat, sir. Um, cool. But, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, my usual, I had a good weekend, nothing special, hung around the house, hung out with, with Jamie's son here, and uh, that was about it. So, Jamie, you ready to talk some sports stuff with me? Let's do it. Great. I actually like your, uh, your setup there. Where, are you in your, your attic? Where are you? This, this is my uh, current office because I moved out of the basement. Uh, it was getting mm. a little too hot down there, so if we do um big spoon little spoon again anytime soon maybe we'll do it up here (laughs) there you go yeah Yeah. jamie and i we host our own podcast called big spoon little spoon there's about 10 or 15 episodes out volume two was what we had just released and now we need to get into volume three that was right before the covid so uh, yeah we have not done volume three yet yeah we could uh, probably do this now what's that we could do it on this. We could do yeah, we could zoom we could, we could zoom the whole thing. Let's just Let's zoom our whole thing. Zoom lives. it. I'm zoom it in right now. I'm so <laughs> we should, right our now. first our first topic. Zoom. <laughs> Let me get my binoculars. Wait. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel bad for some of our fans who are not watching us on uh their computer screens right now, but instead of listening to the podcast version of our show. But uh, nonetheless we are here for you. I'm sorry you won't get to see our antics, but you can oh, find us online, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. You can also email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And I have to hiccup. Give me one second. Nope, we're good. Good, good. Yeah, so, you know, I'm in my new uh, studio, s- studio here. We haven't really set things up. You know, my Sports stuff is is behind me. It's got to get on the wall. I don't it even know where. I, I don't know where I'm going to set up yet. Hannah's usually I our set designer. Though. You what? I I drove up and I was like, I pointed. I was like, that's his office right there. Because I think I see like the little like laptop Can, sticking up there. You could probably see the uh, the camera in there. Yeah, yeah. I still got to work on the lighting. Uh, you tell me. What do you think? Is this is this about that's, right? Does this oh, make me look too, too a little flush? bit to the left? A little to the left. Is that better? Oh, that's that's your right. Unless that's my right. Yeah. 
Oh, like perfect. This, nope. Like that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun with that earlier, and now I'm blind. So great. <laughs> it's fun to be blind, I guess. It's blind day. It's blind day. <laughs> All right. Why don't we uh, let's talk about baseball? So cool. uh, a lot of exciting matchups this weekend for baseball. Uh, just real quick, going through the standings, the Rays are in first place in the AL East, 19 and 10. Yankees are close behind, 16 and 9. They've had a cup, couple uh, rough. Uh, break recently nearly half the team is on the uh, disabled list right now so they're working through some issues the young gun orioles are 14 and 14 blue jays 13 13 and the red Sox last place 9 and 20 al central has the twins on top 19 and 10 indians 17 and 11 white Sox 17 and 12 tigers 11 and 15 royals 11 and 17 in the al west it's the a's on top with those no good darn dirty astros at 15 and 13 pack of cheaters they are Rangers at 10 and 17, Mariners at 11 and 19, and the Angels are 9 and 19. Going into the National League, Braves are 16 and 11, Marlins 11 and 11, Mets 12 and 14, Nationals 11 and 14, Phillies 9 and 14, Cubs in first place in the NL Central, 17 and 10, not far behind them, and the Cardinals who are kind of still in COVID world. They haven't played, uh, they haven't played any games in a couple days. But How they- does that work, falling behind like that? Uh, it really doesn't. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Jamie here. So, uh, uh, this has happened a couple times. The Marlins, the, the Cardinals now speaking of the Marlins, they're actually doing really well at 11 and 11. Uh, so basically a lot of their games got canceled for the next two weeks. Uh, in the Marlins case, they fielded like a backup team, uh, which did surprisingly well. And then, uh, we don't know exactly how they're going to catch up these games. I think they're just going to go by win percentage at the end of the season. That's what I was thinking. Like for some of these ones, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to still be in the standings somehow. Yeah. So they're going to have to go by averages. I wonder how some places are going to be like, how is that fair when we're playing more games, but what else can you do? I mean, it's what you, what you see here. So the Cardinals in the NL central are nine and eight, and then you have the Brewers, the Reds are 11 and 15. So even though it's a one game difference, they're still yards ahead of the other two teams. Okay. Uh, and then you have the pirates, they're seven and 17. So yeah, that one game difference though, makes, makes all the world of difference. Who knows what the Cardinals record would be if they played these last two weeks? I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then rounding off the, the NL West, you have the Dodgers at 22 and eight Padres, 18 and 12. Giants 14, 16, Rockies 13 and 15, and the Diamondbacks there are 13 and 15. So pretty exciting stuff there. Okay, now we can talk about some new stuff. Now, now we got those standings out of the way. I'm sorry, I cut you off, but that's all that's all new stuff that I'm kind of jumping into, which is weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the COVID thing is, uh, you know, of of all teams to really derail the season, it was it was the Marlins in the first weekend that started getting sick. They're like the worst team in the league. Um, but you know, here and there, I think it was the pirates most recently had one or two names in their clubhouse that, uh, have it. So they'll, it depends, you know, it really depends on the contact tracing who they've been in touch with. Mm -hmm. You know, it was 18 Marlins that had it in the beginning of the season and now it's a lot less cases that they had it, not just that they knew people who had it. No, it was current confirmed cases. They were, they were at a casino like a night before their first game. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's well, I mean, that's how you're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately because of all the COVID and not many players getting a chance to, uh, warm up before the season as they normally would, there have been a ton of injuries, the most recent is Steven Strasburg of the Washington Nationals. He is their best pitcher, and uh, he'll be out for the rest of the season. 
What did he do? It's uh, a really good question. He's getting surgery on his wrist. That's right, carpal tunnel syndrome. So um, not moving around all that much, and then you just pull something the wrong way, or yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's happening a lot. At least in in uh, baseball, it's happening because they they started spring training and then they had four months off and barely got to finish spring training. At least with basketball and hockey, they had a I think a month or so of, of like pre. Um, like pre-playoffs to prepare. Hold on a second. I'm gonna. Oh, don't mind me. Just bumping my noggin into <laughs> into things. And yeah, we just gotta plug in my phone so it doesn't die. Uh, while we're on the subject of the Washington Nationals, an employee of the team was fired today. Do you want to know why, Jamie? <laughs> let's let's hear it. So he's an administrator for the Nationals Academy in Boca Chica. Boca Chica. Boca Chica. Uh, that's in the Dominican <laughs> Republic. And um, it, there was a video that came out on Twitter. This was on Friday night that was shown. Uh, he got into words with a cashier at a coffee place and threw two cups of hot coffee on that cashier. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> this is the type of stuff like you see when you get a little bit of coffee on yourself. You're throwing that hot coffee on somebody. Two cups. <laughs> two cups. Like, two cups. not even one. Like, one wasn't enough. Like, let's just throw a second one on there. Now like, the baseball, <laughs> the injuries in baseball are now reaching outside of the actual sport. <laughs> I don't know if that's considered an injury. But, I mean, uh, that person probably got some burns. She's, she's burned because of baseball. That's true. No. Baseball has burned me in my soul, but it's burned her in her face. In her face. <laughs> uh, record was tied this weekend. Jose Abreu of the White Sox. He has been homering like crazy this year. He has four home runs in four straight at-bats. That is tied for the all-time record. And uh, I'm trying to find who who holds that record. Um, Eddie Collins in 1923. Wow, uh, who that goes hit back. Four... Yep. No, I'm sorry. First, He's the first White Sox player since Eddie Collins with multiple hits and four-plus total bases in five games. Who had the previous record? Someone's been secretly practicing. <laughs> I don't think it's a secret that these guys are practicing, but uh, yeah. And then the uh, MLB trade deadline is around the corner. A couple big names that could be on the move. Kevin Guzman, Drew Simley, Tejon Walker, uh, Jordan Yamamoto, Alex Dickerson, Jacoby Jones, Whit Merrifield, Colin Morin. I don't know any of these players. Oh, Kevin Pillar. That's a big one. Yeah. A lot of players uh, could be on the move in the next week with the, uh, all uh, the the trade deadline around the corner and then uh you ready to move into basketball basketball yeah they use brass now it's all brass all brass brass. so the uh, nba playoffs have been going on jamie okay and they have been quite exciting the first round are uh just coming to an end now so uh let's go through the last couple of games um of this weekend Oops, sorry, I went back in time. Um, 
Yeah, where's Friday's games? So starting on Friday, the uh, Raptors got a win over the Nuggets. Uh, they're actually 3-0 and o in their series against the Nuggies. I like the Nuggies. Do you? I don't know. I, I just like, like their name, man. The Chicky Nuggies. <laughs> the Chicky Nuggies. nuggies. That's their team. That's <laughs> their team. Pacers did get a win over the Heat, although I think the Heat ended up winning today um, in uh, that series. Where am I? Hold on a second. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm looking at the wrong scores here. Uh oh. Okay, here here we go. All right, yeah. I was looking at the wrong source. I was like two months in the past. The Jazz got a win over the Nuggets. So uh Jazz are winning that series two to one right now. Uh Celtics beat the 76ers on Friday, but then lost to the Sixers today. Uh, no, I'm sorry, they beat the Sixers again today, so they actually swept them. Boom. Uh yeah. Boom goes the sucks to be the 76ers. It really does. That. They got some young talent. Their uh, their big guy Joel Embiid uh literally just pounds pounds the floor every night uh with his body and uh he's frustrated, he's mad, you know, he doesn't have his his guy Ben Simmons in the lineup, so it's really hurt them. How many uh so you're saying they have a lot of new players on there? Like how much how many new players they got? Well, they just have a, young, a lot of young players. So okay. it's not that there's no chemistry there. They have two superstar guys in Simmons and Embiid. And these two guys, they're young, but they have a lot of potential. What I think the Sixers need is another star, though. I just don't think they have what it takes. The other guy on that team was supposed to be Tobias Harris this year, who, granted, those hiccups are killing floor. you, by the way. What's that? <laughs> Those hiccups are getting you good. I'm getting so hiccuped today. <laughs> that was me at work all day today. Like, so anyway, we're going to move on to the <laughs> finance application. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tobias Harris, yeah. this dude, you actually, you should look this up. Uh, he took a nasty spill on uh, there's a kitty cat behind you hello kitty cat oh there she is well she she just scratched you were when we were testing the audio and she ripped is up that, the side of, that was her because she slipped and so of course her first reaction is let me just dig my claws into the first thing i have near me which was me and <laughs> sorry my human. body yeah <laughs> so um, so who am i looking up tobias here to look up tobias harris uh fall and watch watch the replay from today's game. Oh man, he took a nasty spill, and and honestly, I I really thought uh, he he actually got up on his own, left. He he came back later in the game. I was really worried when I saw this. You pulling it up now? I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I think it's about to happen. Ooh. I mean, they didn't even notice it at first. What's funny is that in the broadcast, they were doing an interview and like totally like the guy, the oh, his hand, the person asking the questions in the interview kept going. Like she, I don't think she could have seen the screen when this was happening. It was just yeah. a really awkward moment on TV, but uh, I'm yeah, pretty sure did... she probably didn't see that because like you can clearly tell something was up. Yeah, and then you could tell. I mean, there was blood. There's yeah. blood there. So, so you know, sports in general have been doing this new thing where it's like an interview mm-hmm. or like a commercial during the game, and it's supposed to be during like boring periods. Yeah, but some every once in a while, you're not missing something boring. Like something exciting happens during those things. What happened in the days where like you got your sportscasters talking about what's going on live? I mean, that was kind of the whole point of going to it's some games. 
it's just too boring. No, I, I that's what I like miss. I don't see, but here's the thing is like when I watch, when I watch TV, like when I watch game of Thrones, I don't need somebody narrating game of Thrones to me. Like I, I just need to but like, that's, see it in action. I know that's different, but most of the time they're just talking about like, Oh, did you see that move? Like talk about what the players are doing as they're doing True. it and then react to things. True. Uh, some other games from this weekend. Clippers beat the Mavericks on Friday, 130 to 122. But Luka Doncic had a nasty buzzer beater to get the uh, get the hand on the Clippers. So they are now tied with Dallas in their series. The Bucks beat the Magic 121 to 107. They're leading two to one in that series. Uh, Heat got a win over the Pacers. They're now three and zero. Rockets lost to the Thunder. Uh, for the first time, they are two and one, and that series has been living up to everything I anticipated it would be. So that that series is fun, the Rockets and the Thunder, because two of the players on the Rockets, they're two big players, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, used to play together on the Thunder, and the Thunder's biggest player right now is Chris Paul, who used to play on the Rockets with James Harden. So there's a lot of uh, intermingling between the superstars on on this these two teams. So it, that's been a fun series to watch. Um, and then the Lakers, the Lakers, of course, were uh, a big name going into this. Didn't look too good in game one against the Trailblazers, but they've won the next two. So they're up two to one in that series. I talked about the Celtics already beating the Sixers. And then the, uh, the Raptors could close it out against the Nets tonight. It's the end of the third quarter. Oh my God. It's the end of the third quarter. They still have another quarter worth of play and they're ahead 116 to 87. So, uh, Something tells me the Raptors are going to win that they got game. It. <laughs> and then there's one last game tonight. That's the Nuggies and the Jazz. They'll play game Nuggies. four. Uh, we will not have the, uh, the answer to your prayers on that one tonight, unfortunately. Uh, By the way, LeBron James passed Tim Duncan for number two all-time in playoff wins. Man. Yep. He's, uh, you know, watching him play, it's, it's hard to believe that he's like 36 years old, but, uh, he <laughs> uh like, I feel there. like we've been hearing about Le- LeBron James for quite some time now. Well, nowadays you start hearing about these guys when they're in high school. I mean, his son, you know, his son is 15 years old, 16 years old. He's already getting like college offers and scholarships. Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. His son, and his son's amazing. It's, it's, I've actually seen highlights <laughs> of him play. He's really good. I wonder that like kind of like says something about the kind of father that LeBron James is. I mean, they probably grew up together. Like that's just like their pastime. He probably taught that kid everything he knows. Well, he's, you know, it's, it's funny. He's actually is, I, I like the guy. He's a really good role model, but like he's a huge, he's a big family man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always posting pictures of his family, his kids on Twitter. He's, he's just a great mo- role model. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's move into hockey. Woo. Uh, yeah, seriously. So a lot of uh, the, the last round series actually ended this weekend. And uh, let's see. So the Bruins, the Bruins ended up beating the Hurricanes in their series four to one. The Avalanche destroyed the Coyotes seven to one and wow. uh, ended up winning their series. I think that was later. No, that was earlier in the week. Uh, Canadians. Uh, Canadians pushed the Flyers to five games or six games, but uh, Flyers came out on top in that okay. one. All right. Uh, Stars beat the Flames. The Islanders got past the Capitals. Didn't get the sweep. We were oh, all wow. hoping for a sweep. I wonder and that then, Michelle uh, would be like proud of the uh, 
Oh, the wait, no, Rangers. No, wait, she's an Islanders fan. That's right. <laughs> you forget your wife's favorite team. How dare well, you? I don't know. Sometimes it's hard with those Long Island teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Nucks beat the Blues and the Lightning. The Lightning got a win over the uh, the uh, Blue Jackets, and then the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights they beat their opponent, who was the Blackhawks. That's right, they beat the Blackhawks. So, so round two actually started this afternoon. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, Dallas Stars got a win over the Avalanche in their first game. Bruins they're playing the Lightning. That game's actually happening right as we speak, and that's an oh. exciting one. Bruins are uh, they were last year's runner up. The Lightning are a perennial contender. They have a lot of speed, a lot of talent. They're scary to watch. Um, so that's going to be a fun series, Bruins and Lightning. Golden Knights play the Canucks, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Golden Knights in a moment here. And then the Islanders and the Flyers, they'll, they'll start their series tomorrow at 7 p.m. Wow, okay, that's one to watch. So what do you think, Jamie? You live, in, you live near Philly, mm-hmm. but you're from Long Island. Which team do you root for? I mean, you're wearing a penguin's hat. I mean, I, I know. So here's the thing. All right. I, I know that I can get a lot of flack in uh, Pennsylvania or Philly in general, just wearing this. Um, but I've been to a flyers game. I, I like watching the flyers. Uh, I just, my role, well, not my role, but my background in watching hockey really started with you. So it started off with the penguins and that's kind of just where I stuck. And then I find out most my family, you know, we started kind of out in the Pittsburgh area a little bit. So, or, um, what's the one that's up North? Um, Erie? No, 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 no. So it's the, uh, it's like this, the, the smaller league where that's not the penguins, but. Oh, Scra- you're talking about the Scranton Wilkes Bar penguins. The Wilkes Bar penguins. Yeah. Like, yeah. so like, you know, Wilkes Bar, like we're from there. I just, I don't know. I gravitate to okay. the penguins. Uh, so if I were to say anything from Long Island though, I don't know. I mean, my wife's an Islanders fan. That's fine. But she rooted for. Um, a couple of years ago, she was she was a big fan of the Capitals win. Oh, gross! I know. No. <laughs> she was she was really happy for the Capitals. Did I totally throw her under the bus there? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, uh, warp. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the Flyers look really good this year. This is like first time, and th- this is their first playoff series win. I want to say in eight years, uh, they. In uh, 2010, they lost to the Blackhawks in the finals. That was like the last really good season they've had. Uh, The Flyers look good, but the Islanders have a tendency to surprise people. They actually have a a very good team. Uh, You know, Boudreaux's coaching the team. He's actually the same coach um, who led the Capitals to the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. that was he. He made that announcement uh, right after that. I think. Yeah, he was leaving the team. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, the Islanders are the Islanders are good. But, you know, they can surprise people. Not too fond of their goalie situation. You know, they they have Varlamov, they have Grice, um, but you know, I think they'll at least push the Flyers a little bit. They just ended a nasty series against a very speedy and surprising Canadians team, the same team that upset the Penguins in the qualifying rounds. So I, I really am I'm excited to see that series. That, that, that one you said starting tomorrow, right? 
That one's starting tomorrow, 7 p.m. Yeah, that's one, uh, That's definitely up, one to baby. watch. Yeah. So I did say we were going to talk about the Golden Knights. And, Please. Uh, so uh, do you know, you know the goaltender for the Golden Knights – Used to wear the emblem on your hat, sir. Mark yeah, Andre Fleury. Fleury. Yes. So, so uh, <laughs> I like I like the Golden Knights. I would root for them again. I, think, I don't think anyone hates the Golden Knights. Yeah. And right, it's, they're they're a nice, fresh team. I I like that. You know, finally, people in LA have a or sorry, uh, <laughs> Las Vegas have a team to root for. Um, oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. Did you hear about the new the newest team that's coming to the NHL? There's another new one. Okay, I want you to look up. Oh, I man. want you to look up the logo for the Seattle Kraken. Oh man, that name is great, right? I am so in love with this. The logo, yes. Is that what I think it is? It's a tentacle. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that's going to be the new NHL team on the block. Uh, I don't think they start in. I don't. I don't think it's till next season, but I could be 2021, wrong. 2021, yeah. 2021, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. Very NHL cool. could have the crack in, but probably not next season. I think because next season is going to start surprisingly very soon. Typically, the NHL season starts early October uh, or late. Yeah, it's usually October. Uh, so there's a chance they're going to delay the start of the next NHL season, and then the mm-hmm. Kraken will be around for the one after that. All right. Um, anyway, so the Golden Knights and uh, Mark Andre Fleury. So the Knights have opted to go with Robin Lehner in net uh, in the playoffs during the next round. Wow. And uh, Fleury's agent is none too happy. Posted a picture online on Twitter of Mark Andre Fleury with a sword <laughs> being stabbed in the back with a sword. Uh, the assumption here is that the owner Pete DeBoer has, uh, or the coach. I'm sorry, the coach is stabbed mark andre wow. in the back that's pretty, What's, um, pretty big message what do you think the what do you think the decision there was to do that um so they started laner in six of their eight playoff games he's done really well flurry and he's like flurry on and has, off flurry has had some has been on and off in the playoffs right yeah so and I could probably name every season for you right now. So in 09, obviously he had a phenomenal season. In 08 and 09, phenomenal playoff seasons. He led the Penguins to back-to-back finals, right? They won the second one, they lost the yeah. first one. Okay. After that, there was a solid like 7 years in which he was not spectacular in the playoffs. Even when they won in 2016, Matt Murray led the charge for most of for most of the postseason, And in 2017, Murray was actually injured the first two rounds of the playoffs and Fleury carried the team and did surprisingly well, got them past two tough opponents in the, um, who is their, I know the second round opponent was the Capitals. First round opponent was the, probably the Blue Jackets, if I had to guess. Um, it's kind of like he gets burnt out pretty quick. Gets you know? the yips. So yeah, if you if you put him in the end of something, you'll finish it strong. But if you have him starting it out, he's not going to be able to pull through in the end. Yeah, so you know, in the playoffs, he's shown flashes. Now, Robin Lehner, Lehner's sort of bounced around the league a little bit, um, and and wasn't. I mean, he has a history. He actually has a very interesting backstory, history of alcoholism and and whatnot. But um, last year was the surprise 
player of the playoffs. So he was the goalie for the Islanders in which they swept the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round. Nobody knew who he was. He wasn't, you know, a big name player, but uh, suddenly became a brick wall. And it looks like he's doing the same thing here for the Golden Knights. Um, and, you know, Fleury, Fleury had a great first season in, uh, in Vegas. He led them to the finals in their yeah. first ever NHL season. So there's, there's a lot of history, though, with him falling apart in the playoffs. I am not shocked that they went with the decision. When it comes to hockey, you always go with the hot goaltender. That's just, just how it goes. Laner's been hot. Mm. Keep him in. Um, by the way, Fleury did ask his agent to take that picture down because uh, I don't think he was happy good on him. That. I mean, he probably <laughs> realizes his own strengths and weaknesses, and as a goalie, you know, he would want to make sure that he's hot going into it too. Yeah. So it could just be that the strategy there is to just make sure they can finish strong. Finish strong. I like it. No. Oh. Um. While we're on the subject of the NHL playoffs. I have I have a personal vendetta, not personal. I just have a vendetta against Mike Milbury. Mike Milbury is a uh, he's an announcer for NBC Sports. Uh, he covers the NHL for for NBC Sports, and he might be the most hated NHL announcer or any announcer really in the big four sports what is this so something tickled me this week sorry i was tickled last week he actually got in trouble this is the second week in a row he's gotten in trouble (laughs) what is happening Uh, there the first time he got in trouble because tuka rask left the bubble um you know he wanted to wanted to be with his family there's you know issue with his family he wanted to be home for it and he sort of gave tuka rask shit for it and a lot of people were not happy about that but this week, Michael Milbury. Wait, where's the where's the line? I don't have the specific quote. Yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> so, Mike Milbury and Brian Boucher, uh, Boucher, Boucher. I don't know. I don't know French names. <laughs> Brian Boucher were discussing the benefits of being in the NHL playoff bubble, right? So they all, all these teams are living in one hotel. They're playing in one arena. So they do like, not get sick. Yes, totally separated from the world. Yeah. NBA did the same thing. It's a long time to really do that. It really is. So this is, this is what, what was said between the two of them. So this is Boucher's comedy. He said, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regard to if, you're enjoying, if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. And Milbury responded with, not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. Which was seen as incredibly sexist. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like that's some foot and mouth syndrome if I ever heard right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> people are pissed at Mike Milbury, and uh, because of that, they actually took him off of the NHL playoff broadcast. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, you know, a lot of times I don't. You know, it's hard. It's hard to to be on TV. It, I mean, yeah, you get all the money and, and the fame mm. and what. How long has he been doing it for? Oh, a very long time. So he's just kind of, I think he's stuck in like a weird mindset that, you know, it's kind of like the, those I, times have passed a I little think bit. in his head, he just, uh, he's not like a generally old man, you know, mm-hmm. but um, he, I think he, what he thought he was saying was innocent and not realizing that what he said was actually insulting. Um, yeah. however, an even worse kerfuffle happened on, on live TV, uh, reds, the reds, uh, have an announcer 
uh, whose name I do not remember. Let's see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Brenneman. Uh, he, he, he reports for the Reds for Fox Sports. Uh, during a commercial break or, or they were off screen, uh, he thought his mic was off and he was caught saying, I guess they were having a discussion about a certain place. Oh, and so no. he was caught saying that this particular place is the fag capital of the world. That's bad. Yes, it is. Ooh. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Ouch. So I think they suspended him. I don't know for how long, you know. I mean, this uh, is this is during a time where, like, you know, you got to watch man i mean like what? also you shouldn't be like feeling that way but in general but like you gotta watch because that's the kind of thing that's gonna make or break your career i have a microphone strapped to me i'm not gonna say something like that no, i wouldn't say it to begin yeah. with but if i did if i was gonna say something incredibly racist i wouldn't say it with a microphone strapped to my shirt when i'm working and i'm on the phone like i am muting my mic and checking it like three times just to make sure that if i like <laughs> fart or burp no one's going to hear it. And I don't even need to be on a call. I just don't want someone to pick up on that. Like, you got to be careful. But I mean, also, I like, that right says now. a lot about who you are. I just farted right now. Did you pick up on that? I mean, I kind of smell a little. Oh, I kind of taste it. <laughs> All right. We're going to move real quick to football here. Okay. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens released safety Earl Thomas after an on-field altercation. Uh, he got into a fist fight with uh, one of his teammates, Chuck Clark. And so uh, Earl Thomas will no longer be a member of the Baltimore Ravens. Hi. His last <laughs> team. So he was a uh, he was with the Seattle Seahawks for a very long time. Yeah. And his last game with the Seahawks, he actually flipped off his head coach. Someone's so, got some issues. This is like a common occurrence with him. And of all <laughs> teams, of course, that want to pick up the former pro bowler, the Dallas Cowboys are in the mix. So, Oh, uh, well, that would make sense. Good right? luck if you're going to the <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, Tiger Woods made a comment this week. He shot a 66 at the Northern Trust, and he says he misses the energy that fans bring to golf. So, Tiger, I'm sorry, but now you have to play golf like the rest of us. We don't all have everyone cheering and clapping every time I walk up to the tee box, man. You got to play golf like a human for once. Well, I wonder like what just the seeing there where it's like, they yeah. really just want you to be quiet though. Like that's like, I feel like golf is more so even like the, like the sports, like we were watching it. It's like, it's, it's relatively quiet. You know, you get an applause, but you don't have people like shouting and screaming. Not necessarily. Only twice. So there's two different instances where I can say that, that that stuff happens. One is the Waste Management Open, which is a golf tournament where they actually surround, I think it's the 16th hole. They surround one of the holes with a grandstand. You're allowed <laughs> to get as drunk as you want and heckle the players the entire time. And it's Why? hilarious. <laughs> I just picture them. Do they ever get mad? That's something I'd want to watch. Like golfers, just a, a montage of golfers getting mad at fans. Well, you know, the big thing with, especially with that particular event is um, the players know what it is. And so like the ones who it's going to bother them aren't mm -hmm. going to show up to that one. It's uh, not like you, you could go to whatever tour, you know, whatever tournament you want to. Yeah. Um, and then the other instance where this stuff happens is actually whenever, uh, Whenever the a major tournament happens on Long Island, 
So when uh, the U.S. Open was at uh, Bethpage's Black, uh, I think this was last year, two years ago, you could hear fans in the crowd cheering, especially for their favorite golfers the entire time. And if that's not just typical New York Long Islanders, then we're doing ourselves <laughs> yeah. a disservice because that's that's totally normal for us. The rest of the <laughs> golf represent. world is like, oh, God. But Be a jerk. Like, nah. Represent. Yeah. <laughs> Strong Island. Um. So yeah, Tiger Tiger Woods is uh, stuck playing golf like a normie for once. So sorry about that, Tiger. All right, before we wrap up the show, Jamie. So -hmm. in case you didn't know, we were talking about some of the uh, the top twenty five greatest moments in sports history over the last couple weeks. Now we took a break, a pause because one of us was moving. It was me. I've been moving. Come on, man. So uh, yeah, I haven't had as much time to uh, to talk about these things, and really have been like struggling to like put out a show every week but we're back in action now you got so, your office now we're in my new office now yep there. this is the thing so hold on let me adjust my lighting again there we go nice oh yes wow That's who did your makeup <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> oh god i actually think i blinded myself <laughs> mom is that you hi <laughs> <laughs> is that what my mom sounds like oh sorry oh. Lori. <laughs> okay we're good we're moving on. Uh, so today's top moment, I think we're on moment number 22. Uh, may not be considered the greatest to everybody, but for me personally and for the world of hockey, this was a huge moment for the modern game of hockey. In 2009, two scrappy young rivals faced off for their first time in the NHL playoffs and it became one of the, the most classic decorated series of recent history. That being, of course, the 2009 Penguins-Capitals uh, playoff matchup. So both superstars, Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin, came up at the same time. They you know, pushed each other to the edge. You know, Ovechkin won the Rookie of the Year. Crosby won the MVP, the Hart Trophy, the next year. And uh, it's really been a back and forth between the two of them going into this matchup. So game one and two was all Washington. But the most exciting part about game two is that both superstars recorded a hat trick in that game. It was uh, wow. game was tied at two to two in the third period. Ovechkin took over. He scored late goal two, goal three, put them ahead three to two, four to two. And then Crosby did get a hat trick later on in the game, but both superstar players, two generational talents that I can't even compare to anyone currently in the game. I mean, uh, Ovechkin, that was, uh, that was Michelle going cheering for him the whole time. She, gross. she absolutely, I, well, <laughs> gross. Just gross. <laughs> we just had to root for opposite teams that that one. Oh, okay. I see how, how it was goes. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh so game three in that series then went over to Pittsburgh. Penguins won it three to two. That was in overtime. Chris Letang with his first ever playoff goal. And then when we got to game four and five, Penguins took control and took lead of the series. Two overtime games across that, one of them with a game's winning goal by Evgeny Malkin. Game six went to the Capitals, and now we were going to game seven. Again, the two titans of this game, the two best teams. Whoever won this was likely to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, Pittsburgh ended up not only winning the Cup, but did win the series, or I guess you could say that the reverse way around. Uh, Ovechkin came out early in game seven with a breakaway, got past Rob Scuderi, and it was probably Fleury's greatest save in 
his entire career was on that breakaway. And from that moment on, Pittsburgh took over and won that game six wow. to two. Both guys uh, scored eight goals during that series. Crosby had 13 points. Ovechkin had 14 points. That is a series you're, you're to see something like that again is uh, it, it's going to be a long time. There, there's no current major rivalry in the sport of hockey. Like there was between Crosby and Ovechkin back in the early days of their career. I can't even argue that that, that that rivalry is as intense now as it was then, but you know, when they play each other, it, it does fire back up it's a bit. There is a little bit of history. Yeah. So uh, to me, I think that is one of the greatest moments in the modern game of hockey. And so it did deserve to be on this list. Uh, next week, we'll be going to number 22 on the list. 21. I don't even know where I am anymore. I think you just honest. said 22. This was 22. This was 22. This was 22. What, what is next on the list? Let's just, let's just get a quick uh, a little peek. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a sneak peek. A little sneak peek. Let's, let me sneak some peeks here. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know. Well, uh, I don't know where that sneak peek is hiding from us. Hmm. But, uh, well, no sneak peek. Sorry, you're just no. going to have to tune in next week to find out what the next oh, no. greatest moment is in sports history. Ah. All right, friends, with that, I'm going to close out the Please? show. For, <laughs> you what? just froze on my screen like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Oh, that's just what happened to me. <laughs> it's I like my like, internet's going to just pop out with a gun like, I'm unstable! <laughs> just end it! I don't know why my computer became Sam Kinison, but it's got a gun hand, hand, hand aimed at me. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Special thanks as usual to Johanna Drago. She's the content editor, set designer and logo designer of this podcast. Our social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert. Also Joe Calabro, Jorge Pajares and special uh, shout out to Brendan Madonia, who uh, apparently has also listened from time to time. So uh, hopefully you listen tonight, buddy. And then, uh, of course, we got to say the music for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. I actually remember to say that on this show, Jamie. Not as much. We forget to say that a lot on Big Spoon Little Spoon. I mean, we're still sort of new. And also, like, I think our, our recording times have always been a little, like, very far spaced because we do it in batches. Like, maybe with this, we can try and keep it a little bit more regular. We could try to do, yeah, yeah. We Go can ahead. keep more regular. Then our shirts change, batchy. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just change my shirt. Yeah, nobody's ever poked at that. Like, hey, it's been seven straight episodes, and Nick is still wearing the same T-shirt. Like, don't you get sweaty at all? That's like, what I was about yeah. to say. Like, oh, and then Jamie starts to look like he's got a little sweaty halfway through. <laughs> yeah, episode one of each block is like we look fresh faced, like we're yeah. not tired. And we by the tired. last episode, it's like the the pit stains, we're like <laughs> yeah. our water bottles are almost done. We're like, just get out of here. Let's just finish this. I don't even That's care true. anymore. And sometimes I'll start off with like a beer, right? And then I'm like, I still have that same beer. It's like, no, that guy is an alcoholic. He's got a beer each time. No, it's the same one. It's mostly. Slightly empty after like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the same beer. Yeah. Um. Huh, yeah. So if you want to check out Big Spoon, Little Spoon, that is a uh, my other program in which me and the young gun Jamie Grum here talk about uh, literally 
life, love, and the pursuit of happiness that is knowledge. So, uh, yeah, you should definitely check that one out. Um, it's a lot of fun. So Big Spoon, Little Spoon, you can find us on all your favorite podcasting apps. Just like this show, you can find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. And once you're there, you can email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And you can like, comment, share, subscribe, and do all those funky juju dad dad things that you like to do do. Huh. Jamie, any closing remarks? I like sports. Me three. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining me again. Young Gun, Jamie Grum likes sports. You can check more of him out on Big Spoon, Little Spoon, or what's your other podcast, your your Dungeons & Dragons? Oh, yeah, the Dungeons & Dragons thing. Uh, We're on Twitch right now. I think we're about to start posting things uh, like on YouTube, so we're not just quite there yet, Uh, but that is Captain Reboot. Uh, on on uh, Twitch, so every uh, Sunday, even though it hasn't been the last two ones, um, just because we have some uh, players that are out sick, uh, so it's still tentative. We're still working it out, but our story is getting pretty good. It's about time to Cool. All right, Captain Captain Reboot. Find more Jamie on Captain Cat 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 and Reboot. No, I'll, I'll send reboot. you the link. <laughs> <laughs> Find the link on his Twitter account. You post it there. Just do that. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Captain Reboot. Great. All right, friends. Uh, thank you for joining me. And per usual, caca.